so much. 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 But I would like to describe Mirage to you. Okay. If that's okay with you. I'll allow it. Uh, so I first heard of this movie because a clip of it was used in an Adam Curtis documentary, Who I Love. Of course. And um, I've never heard of this movie. A lot of Adam Curtis documentaries are about, they're kind of politics, kind of history, kind of about the media. Sociology, kind of. Yeah. And so in this one, it was talking about, it's in the movie Hypernormalization, which yep. is a lot about the idea of ruining people's um, idea of reality so that they cannot organize against you against your like political goals right and Sounds a lot of it terrifying. is based on like weird art stuff yeah so anyway there's a clip in this one basically featuring this guy who worked for the air force like air force intelligence who would basically interact with ufo people cool and he would basically go up to him and he'd say okay here's the deal i if you i will give you Everything the United States government knows about UFOs. Cool. If you keep me up to date on the UFO community. Nice. And this guy did this for years with lots of different people. Yep. It was just this one guy who was seemingly in charge of this entire program himself. And hold on. I got to look at this name quick because it's a great name. (laughs) Richard Doty. So this guy's name is Richard Doty. Good and name. yeah, and he and he so like the movie kind of opens. So anyway, so this this documentary was made Mirage Man, which is largely about this guy and UFO fans and yeah. it's interviewing a lot of them. Okay. And so this guy was doing this thing for years and basically he he got kind of outed in the community okay. as that was what he was doing and yep. a bunch of, by a bunch of like respected people saying sorry I betrayed all of you yeah. to this guy who works for the air force but then the movie takes this awesome turn okay where you basically find out that ufo people as a group have they're so sick of talking about that as a topic and about the idea that you know, the whole thing that everybody knows about, essentially, which is that the the United States government pushed UFO theories to distract people from secret military planes. Got right? it. It's kind of a thing that everybody kind of has floating around their head somewhere. Like, sure. oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Yep. Um, but UFO fans are so sick of talking about it. And they, like, there are several points in this movie where they were, like, demanding that the filmmakers tell them to their faces that that's not what the movie is about. <laughs> <laughs> that like this isn't just another one of those movies where the entire UFO phenomena is blamed on the government, right? Because basically <laughs> they say that it doesn't make any sense that the United States would put that much work okay. towards it if all they were getting out of it was info about the UFO community. Oh, okay. Like if the U- US government thinks UFOs are fake, that trade doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Even though they're not really trading anything anyway. If aliens don't exist, right. because all the UFO information they're giving out is fake. <laughs> so anyway, huh. don't worry about it. Okay. Uh, it's just, I love a documentary that can make a turn like that. 
So basically, even, the, the turn is that everyone's so mad at them for making the movie. No, the turn is that the filmmakers believe in UFOs. Oh, shit. The filmmakers what? believe in aliens. Wow. <laughs> like, there's not, like, a point where the filmmakers are come out and say it. Yeah. But, like, the film, like, goes in that direction. Okay. And, like... Because like, at, at the beginning, it starts to seem like, oh, it's a thing about how the how the government is manipulative. That's right. why I wanted to watch it. Uh-huh. And then it turns into, oh, no, it's a like their point ultimately is that the United States government is protesting too much when it comes to aliens. <laughs> <laughs> that they bothered setting up the situation where, oops, now everybody knows that we're feeding everyone UFO information. Oh, boy. That's imaginary. <laughs> like, that's what these UFO people think, that the government made up their own, like, weird logic trap, where it's like, everybody who believes in UFOs is a nut who hasn't even heard yet that it's just us, yeah. <laughs> you know, that we invented UFOs. Wow. So, it was really good. That <laughs> like, sounds great. I'm trying to decide if I want to spoil the end or not. I want you to. Okay, I'll spoil it. The, <laughs> the best, uh, and I just love a documentary with a twist ending. Okay. So turn this off. Skip forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear the end of this. Yep. Richard Doty, the yeah. Navy guy. Yeah. He continues to go to UFO events after he's retired. Yeah. And has basically said, and says in the documentary, that he believes in UFOs and that the Air Force showed him UFOs as a part of his training as an Air Force intelligence officer. Wow. What? And that's the thing. You have no idea if you can trust him or not because his entire career is lying about that he thinks UFOs exist. I'm so, like, baffled at by this, this point, he could mean it. Yeah. He could also be totally lying to everyone. And <laughs> maybe he's doing it because he's still working for the Air Force secretly. Yeah. Maybe he's lying because the Air Force just. But that's just levels is, upon levels of of like cooperative yeah. and counteroperative. Yeah. That you don't even. There's no way to even. It becomes that. impossible to even take it as a useful bit of information. No wonder they used it in hypernormalization. Exactly. It's like the perfect example. Wow, that's pretty good. So anyway. Uh, it rules it so like good. It. Uh, it did not sway my opinion on aliens. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I still don't think they're aliens. Wow. At least not that any have landed in New Mexico. Yeah. None of them have happened to land near top secret Air Force bases, <laughs> which is seemingly where they all land. Yeah, that's got to be. That's why you build an Air Force base. Yeah. Because it's where the aliens, <laughs> where the aliens landed. landed. So, you know. This sounds pr- like a pretty good one. Ugh, love R- it. Richard. I love documentaries. Richard Doty. Real people are so name. much weirder and more interesting than anything you could come up with. And see, that's, and that's where we differ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you could come up with something weirder, but the fact that it's real makes it. It's almost like you know you have like the things need to be believable, yeah, right? Yeah. But if it's an actual real person, you don't even need to worry about it. <laughs> you know, it's just like oh, they're real, and it just like jams the believability part out, and it's just oh wow, you, I can don't, just, you can just take in anything at that point. I. <laughs> I see and I watch movies to get away from all those people fair I don't want to know what people are actually like okay that's fair. I want movies to tell me about the human condition so I can assume that's what is in people and not <laughs> that people want to lie about UFOs sure sure
Uh, I watched this movie called A Good American. It's a documentary thriller, I guess you could say. That makes no sense. This already it's this just a do- for, it's just a documentary. This happened for real. That makes it did no happen sense. for real. It can't be thrilling. <laughs> As the regular uh, Patreon viewers at this point know, a big part of the the podcast is built around us pushing our weird political beliefs on everybody. Yeah, <laughs> and this fits in pretty good with that. Okay, so this movie is called A Good American. Okay. I really enjoyed it, and it's about this guy named Bill Binney who was an analyst for the nsa it's a good name yep and he started out during like the vietnam war he got stationed in europe and he kind of was a pioneer in the idea of using metadata cool so that's like explain metadata so metadata is like we don't care about what these people are saying in their phone calls yeah we just want to see like the web of who's calling who at what times and what that web of phone calls looks like yep and he used that to try to predict what the enemy was going to do during the cool. Vietnam War. So, like, and this, a lot of it kind of goes by what he says. It doesn't really back a lot of it up. Okay. But it's stuff that is kind of impossible to be backed up. Right. So, like, a lot of it is It's him. a lot of intuition based on huge groups of data? No, it's just that he's talking about past things that happened a long time ago, and there's technically no proof because it would be all classified anyway. Right. Okay. Gotcha. So he's talking about how, like, in Vietnam, like, the NSA at the time would be analyzing all this data, and they would think that this stuff was going to happen, and he got pretty good, he thought, at actually predicting what the enemy was going to do. Yeah. And a lot of it was trying to convince them of stuff. Mm-hmm. He's very critical of how the Vietnam War went down for that reason. Because Shocking. he thought that the generals did not listen to oh, their sure. intelligence very well. Yeah. So he kind of worked his way through CIA and NSA over the years and became head of this big program where they were going to use computers, which was a new thing, yep. to harvest metadata. Cool. Uh, which you might understand as being now the thing that the NSA does with all of our phone calls. All the time. So anyway, uh, the movie is largely about him in Uh the build-up to 9-11, developing this program, not being able to get funding for it because they were privatizing the security apparatus. Oh, no. And they were funneling all the money towards this private company, which was being run by people who were all very recent NSA people and was having money funneled towards it by people who were about to leave the NSA and go work at that company. So infuriating. Uh, Classic. This is why I don't watch documentaries. (laughs) And basically, allegedly, according to this movie, um, this private company was very against this program that he was trying to get together to harvest metadata and to filter through it to try to predict stuff because it costs less money and they want to spend more money. They want to they want to charge more money and also just because they hadn't thought of it. Yeah. So they didn't like it. They couldn't. And so basically nine eleven happens mm-hmm. and Bill Binney and these other people who he worked on it with, they all left the NSA immediately because the culture at the NSA at the time after nine eleven was essentially look at how much money we're going to get now because uh, 9-11 happened. And so they all left. They in disgust. They tried to make their own private thing themselves yeah. to basically just go to different areas of the government to say like, hey, you should incorporate this to try to basically force it to work its way up back into the NSA yeah. who all hated them at this point. Funny. Um, and essentially, also allegedly... They ran the program afterwards, after 9-11, okay. on data that the NSA already had beforehand, 
and felt pretty confident that they could have seen that 9-11 was going to happen. Oh, boy. <laughs> and they were able to see areas that the 9-11 hijackers were going to try and didn't for various reasons. Wow. What are they, where are they going to try? Uh, they didn't get into any details oh. on that. But just like other planes that they might have tried instead. Sure. Or I think other other areas probably that they were like gathering in. Wow, this is so depressing. It was really interesting. Uh, I found out about the guy from an interview that he did re- somewhat recently. You just looking at Bill Binney interviews? No, it was on, it was in an episode of Democracy Now, and then they oh, mentioned okay. that that there was a movie that had been made. Gotcha. About him, about the movie is about two years old, I think. Man, um, I'm really depressed. For but all it's this. also <laughs> it's also interesting because yeah, they clearly do gather metadata now. Oh, okay. They're doing that now. Sure. But it's like in like the worst way possible. So like, you oh, know, and, and he says that when he was trying to set it up, that they were qu- trying to set it up in a way that would protect Americans' identities okay, from NSA agents, basically. Yeah. Um, and that that probably isn't in there. No, probably now, not. But you kind of are taking his word for it. And he is a lifelong CIA slash NSA agent. Yeah. So you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt on this is all stuff that him and his partners are claiming 15 years after the fact right. on most of it. Yeah. Um, and then they they definitely did get raided by the CIA oh, later. Okay, cool. But the, it, it all got dropped. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, very interesting. Too much to think about in the government. Yeah, that's how they get you. Yep, that's how they get you. Yeah, you can't worry about all these things at the same time. Yep, yep. So and this all is stuff that's like so. I mean. It's so complicated. There's literally nothing you could do for this either. No, yeah, right? What are you, you going to... You're going to not use a cell phone? Well, okay. Even like this. Like, the whole... That that whole program... Yeah. That, it, that was being run. It all ended in, like, 2007 or something like that. Yeah. And it was pretty much, like, you know, Congress looked into it and they're like, yeah, it looks to have been a huge failure. Yep. And all that. And, like... You know, who who heard about that? Yeah. I didn't. Yep. You know, like, I was technically an adult. I would have never heard about that. Nope. So, uh, it's just so obscure and off of every... So far away from everybody's interests. Yeah. Even, like, this movie, like, this documentary, you know, it was made by some European guy, the director, and, like, it wasn't... It didn't wouldn't make a splash or anything. I'd never heard of it, and this is something I'm very into. Yeah, totally. So... I don't know. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes is all I have to say about that. Yeah. I and Yeah. I got to say, with these kinds of documentaries, you do have to take them as being very one-sided. For sure. But compare that to the one side that everybody gets all the time, yeah. which is that we need this huge security apparatus to protect us from terrorists, even though the system has probably never prevented an actual terrorist attack. Here's a question I have for you about. <laughs> so that's this. just as one-sided, but you just you know they prevent. They're the ones actively preventing you from hearing the other side constantly. Yes, gotcha. Which to me doesn't make them seem super trustworthy. Here, okay, here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. How? Uh, what's the best way to phrase this? How often do you think documentaries like this lead people down the rabbit hole of like real conspiracy theory? Oh. I know that's almost a leading question. You mean like... What's what's the step between this guy in the NSA who sure. we can't trust necessarily sure. to loose change? Yeah. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where... Yep. Is there any sort of responsibility in these? In making the movies? Sure. I think... 
Okay, so I think in all of documentaries of something like that, you have to go into it... I think it depends on the kind of documentary. Okay. There are a lot of documentaries that are made to have an agenda, right? Of course. So this movie, Loose Change, they both have an agenda. Yes. And this movie in is... In case very... you're unfamiliar, Loose Change is the one about oh, yeah. how 9-11 was an inside job. Big 9-11 truther documentary. Yep. It's on YouTube and yeah. you don't don't feel like you got to watch it. It's probably one of the only feature length... 9-11 truth or documentaries yep. that's like got as big as it is yep um i think both of those types of so both of those for example have an agenda this movie is very much focused on the one guy and his story and looking at it from his got standpoint. it okay and I, and I think that's i don't think the i think it it is a valid effort as a filmmaker yeah. to put forward a person's point of view yep um I think you should try not to put out documentaries that are going to lead people to want to be violent. Sure. Maybe. Or to, like, I think putting out a documentary that puts forward, like, a specific, like, when you have, like, those podcasts that are very specifically about, like, a specific murder. Oh, yeah. Trying to say that a specific person did it. Sure. Yep. I think that's a situation where you got to be careful oh, for because sure. people are going to, you know, harass that person. Yeah. But I think if you're going to set up a situation where it's like the NSA, I think the NSA can take it. Yeah. I, I guess really what I'm, what I'm, uh, what's a good way to phrase this yeah. one too. The last two documentaries that you've <laughs> talked <laughs> yeah. to me about have been about a guy who believes in aliens for real. Yes. And someone who is essentially warning regular Americans that the NSA is corrupt. <laughs> yes. Do you see where, like, maybe no, yeah, the, where these documentaries intersect with the circle of conspiracy theory? Yes, absolutely. That's why maybe I'm not saying that you, I'm Ty. You're gonna fall for <laughs> yeah, conspiracy no. theory. I think, but like, why do so many of these come within that realm? Well, and I think that's why I even felt like I would need to specify that it is just from one point of view. Yeah, is that I think as a viewer, yes, you should go into it. And not just go along with it. Okay. Necessarily. Cool. I think if, even if, honestly, like even if someone was going to watch Loose Change. Yeah. There are ways that you can watch Loose Change, even assuming that you're not going to be convinced. Sure. Right? Yeah. Even just to understand what people think. Yeah. And like, I think if you're looking at it, it, honestly. Like active versus passive watching. Let me put it this way. So like for this, for a good American. Yeah. The ultimate point of the movie is that America's. Uh, uh, intelligence apparatus screwed up on 9-11. Yeah. Honestly, that's not super far-fetched. Nope. 9-11 happened. Yeah. I'd say and that's... There, and we do know that there were a lot of warnings and that got ignored. the privatization that was happening of every part of the government at the time was completely out of control. Right. Uh, literally... Okay, this is going to make you sound like a wacko. <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld, on September 10, 2001, gave a speech to the pretty much entire American security forces, yeah. like the heads of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, about cutting waste in the military and the security apparatus through privatization. Holy crap. And honestly, 9-11 was probably the thing that prevented them from doing it because they had to take on this whole mantle of being proud of the 9-11 first responders, yep. proud of the troops. It prevented them from privatizing literally the entire defense arm of the government and i'm not i definitely don't think that that's why that happened yeah i do not think the government caused 9-11 in any way right but i don't think it's a huge stress to say that they should have caught it 
And I think yeah. that to, for one guy who used to work in the NSA to say they could have caught it. Yeah. I don't think that's incredibly far-fetched. Yeah. Okay. But I know I, I get what you're saying though. In that like the difference between that and loose change, it's not like a huge step. Yeah. They probably have a lot of fans in common. Yeah. And I think even this, for example, <laughs> loose change is a guy. Yeah. Who doesn't know anything about anything, nope. presumably. I think the fact that this is a guy who used to be a who very provably used to be a high level NSA guy. Yeah. I think that adds a little bit of credibility to it. Sure. Yeah. If he said jet fuel can't melt steel beams, <laughs> might believe I him. would take his word for it. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's uh you gotta be careful, obviously, with not being a crazy person. For sure. And I think <laughs> be careful with not being a crazy well, person. Well, and I think what are you gonna take what are you trying to take out of it? Yeah. Is I think a big part of it. Honestly, most people who watch a nine eleven truther documentaries, mm-hmm. They want to think 9-11 was an inside job. Oh, for sure. They're and just looking for I think you validation. should look at yourself and wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Why are you looking for movies that prove a thing that you probably already think? Because these aren't huge movies. No. Even like this one. I sought this movie out. I'd never heard why? of it. Why? I don't even remember the title of it. Right a Good now. Man. A Good Man. Why did I look for this movie? Because I don't like privatization. I think it's dumb. Yeah. I I don't think that is an incredibly radical political position. Nope. I think the political position of, I think the government is causing large-scale false flag attempts a lot enough (laughs) to make 9-11 happen. Oh, man. That's a pretty radical position, probably. I I knew someone pretty well. Mm Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't want to like. It doesn't matter. Sell this person out. No, but I'm trying, I'm trying to dance around how I knew them. It doesn't matter. I knew them for a while. Yeah. And then they brought up that they absolutely believed 9/11 was an inside job, and they found out about it through loose change. Mm-hmm. And my respect for them just plummeted. Yeah. It's such a bummer. <laughs> it's like. That's that's like right under. Uh, I genuinely believe in astrology as a thing where my opinion of you will just go from, like, oh, yeah. I like you as a person. I think you're smart. To you, I you have no common sense. Sure. And I, I it's I just think the level the level of honestly even so between loose change and a good man for yeah. example. I really like good, that I brought this up because yeah, this is giving you some A good, good man, the level at which they screwed up yeah. involves 10 maybe high-level NSA people and high-level people at whatever company was running that program. Yeah. Whatever things they talked about probably didn't even work their way up to the president. Wow. Or anybody. They probably didn't even work down very that far. That makes sense. Whereas planning and orchestrating 9-11 yeah. involves... Thousands of people, yeah, <laughs> on a level that would be bigger than like a lot of military invasions we've done. It's unfathomable. It would have been bigger than like invading Granada, yeah, <laughs> or like the Falkland Islands War in the eighties. There's just some very basic logic and conspiracy theory that I think yeah. gets. Uh, okay, I think you answered that answers my question. I think, more than think it's just a whole other scale of conspiracy, I guess. Yeah, because that's the thing. The phrase conspiracy theory is actually even pretty funny, just because like, what does that mean to you? Yeah, or like, it means different things to different people. And the phrase conspiracy theory for most people 
includes a certain level of ridiculousness. Yeah. Very few people would say that, I mean, honestly, like, I mean, most things that the government does could be considered a conspiracy theory if you think that people don't like it. Fluoride in the water, man. <laughs> I mean, like, and that's one that people laugh at. Yeah. No, I've I've also, once again, met someone who... Oh, yeah. Who think that's a big deal. Who they're like, it's going to, like, your guts are going to... Yeah, but like, okay, but as... For how many years As now? a better example, the CIA has clearly done things that people don't like. Yes. Like, the CIA... I don't think it's a conspiracy theory to say that, like, the CIA helped them overthrow Allende... Yeah, because it's like a thing that everybody knows happened, but yeah. at some point people didn't know about and it, and they've done it at, like for like a hundred some countries, right? Yeah. Or even to say that like uh, it's a conspiracy theory when the cops cover up police violence, that yeah. could be a conspiracy yes. theory under a certain definition. Yeah, um, for sure. Or like the my my kind of favorite one that is from a podcast that we both listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. The whole fact that Jeffrey Epstein. Sure. Is a and that the basically pro- known... And and that the prosecutors basically pr- screwed it up on purpose. Yeah, exactly. And that there are a lot of people who are on the flight logs of his plane. Actually, I got a good one here for you. Yeah. A good way to maybe start to distinguish between conspiracy theories and possibly legitimate things. Perfect. Is looking at the people who are involved... Yep. And trying to figure out what their motivation would be to do that. Okay. So, like, covering up police murders. Yeah. Literally, everybody involved with the conspiracy has a motivation to do that. Yeah. Or covering up Jeffrey Epstein being a sex criminal. Yep. The prosecutor, Jeffrey Epstein himself, it's pretty easy to figure out why everyone involved could be motivated to do it. Yeah. Or the NSA thing. Yep. 9-11 <laughs> involves... So many, like, low-level people. Yeah. You would have had to involve flight attendants. <laughs> you would have had to have involved just literally thousands of people. People that, like, move in the demolition stuff. Yeah, you would have, you know... Both pe- buildings, and, and to all which people, are office buildings. And I guess you could pay them enough money, but you would have had to involve people who would be going to their deaths. Like, a lot of them. Yeah, or... They'd have to be silent for the rest of their lives about this giant yeah. massacre that You'd happened. You'd have to disappear people. So many people. Willingly. <laughs> so many people. So it just starts to get completely implausible. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, an interesting thing to think about. I, I definitely, I, okay, I get what you're saying on, like, with someone being a 9-11 truther. Yeah. Having that be a pretty big drop in what you think of them. Sure. That's kind of how I'm with the moon landing. Oh, yeah. Because it's so dumb. I've never met anyone that and didn't. And pointless yeah. and just provably bad. Yep. Even honestly with faking 9-11. Yeah. It's like, if they were going to do that, you'd think they would have at least had the people be from Iraq. Yeah, right? That's <laughs> like, the thing. The whole, like, they're going to fake 9-11 so that we can invade Afghanistan and then, and then also in- invade Iraq based on way, way less evidence. Based on 19 Saudi Arabian Yeah, like, if people. we wanted to do something... They don't need to do a 9-11. Yeah. We do it all the time. We're literally doing it right now with Iran. Yeah. They blew. They clearly blew up that boat. Yeah. <laughs> like, why would Iran blow up a Japanese boat as they're meeting with Japanese leadership to try to work out something with them, and they know we want to invade them? Yeah. So That's insane. so dumb. <laughs> it's just so nakedly obvious now. That's the thing. They don't need to do it. Nope. Gulf of Tonkin, people have for years... 
Lyndon Johnson is recorded basically saying, oh yeah, turns out they were shooting missiles at nothing. Yeah. It literally didn't happen. And we invaded Vietnam anyway. So if they, why would they do 9-11? They could just blow up a boat. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm at a conspiracy theorist for not knowing the right conspiracies <laughs> and not knowing what they're talking about. Yeah. The conspiracies are always pretty much right in front of you. This has been so much conspiracies. <laughs> Alternately, so much history, which could be its own podcast. Look, that I know Tyler. we sound nuts. We? I sound nuts <laughs> most of the time now. No. Look it up. <laughs> Gulf of Tonkin. At least look up Gulf of Tonkin. Okay. That one's pretty provable and Listen, probably I'm, way more reprehensible than I anything else I agree with you on this stuff. I'm talking to our four Patreon yeah. subscribers. We'll get another one. We'll get one more. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. We love you You're all. great. Thanks for listening to us <laughs> talk about stuff. 